0: I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com podcasters to get started. So this is your friendly reminder that it's perfectly okay to do nothing. You're allowed to sit still, you're allowed to unplug, you have full permission to just chill and enjoy doing it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe. I post new episodes every single Thursday and I'm super pumped that you are here. Current situation, I'm sitting on my bedroom floor. It's a Saturday and my day in and of itself is kind of inspired today's topic, which we'll get into in a few. But because I'm sitting on the floor I just know that this episode is probably going to be a good one for some reason whenever I'm sitting on the floor, whether I'm like on the floor and on the phone or on the floor with a friend and we're talking or I'm on the floor and I'm recording the podcast. Just something about sitting on the floor. Maybe it's like grounding. I don't know. But I always feel like the best episodes (laughs) happen when I'm on the floor and when I first started recording 8020, are we coming up on three years? Well, I started recording in 2020, so I guess the podcast turned one. I don't know how this math works, but the podcast was zero in 2020, one in 2021. Now it's about to turn two in 2022. That doesn't feel right though. No, it's about to turn three, right? Gosh, I'm gonna sound like a total idiot, you guys. Someone make sense of this. I guess it's gonna turn three. No way, that feels so wrong though. Anyway, regardless, I used to record every single episode on the floor of my office in my childhood bedroom, or my childhood house, and I don't know, it's just like such a fun tradition and then I obviously like moved up to my desk and um, I don't remember why exactly I started recording on the floor, maybe just like where the mic was placed worked out best and the floor just felt right. I don't really remember, but this just feels nostalgic to me. I remember when I first moved into this apartment, I recorded my first couple episodes in this spot that I'm in right now, and since then I've just like recorded in random places around my house, but I'm like, why haven't I continued to record here because it just feels so great. So that is where we're at today. Uh, We're on the floor. Just a couple quick announcements before we get into today's topic and the current favorite and the quote of the week and all that stuff. Next week, I'm going to record our monthly Q&A, which I haven't done one since July. Kind of slipping up on the monthly Q&As, but that's okay. I don't necessarily have a theme for this episode, but a couple of you guys have sent me DMs of just scenarios that you want advice on. Our last Q&A was breakup boot camp, and it was all of your like relationship situations, and I just gave you kind of my perspective and my take and advice on all of those. And so I am i don't really have a theme in mind for this coming advice episode slash Q&A, but if you have a scenario that you want advice on, send it my way. Whether it's like relationships, friendships, college, moving, early 20-somethings, dilemmas, I would love to give you my two cents. Um, because that's just kind of what I do. Um, So submit your scenarios either in the group chat, I'll start a thread, which if you guys haven't joined the group chat, you totally should. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about that. There's almost like like 250 of you in there, which is insane. So if you want to join the group chat, click the link in the show notes. So I'll start a thread in the group chat where you guys can submit your scenarios or you can just send them over DM. You can reach me at 8020pod or at Rayco. I know that it's super broad and there's like very minimal call to action to just not have a theme for next week's episode, but I just genuinely don't want to limit what you can ask me. So I'm just leaving it super open-ended um and i just appreciate your guys's participation in these episodes it's always so fun to just hear from you and get to kind of talk about you guys on the pod instead of talking about me so if you guys have a situation that you want advice on or just hear my two cents send me a message and i will probably put you on the show If you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, you'd probably remember the episode that I did with Austin Anderson, the founder and CEO of Daily. I actually have Austin here with me right now to talk about something super exciting that we're doing. Hey guys, I'm Austin Anderson. I'm the founder of Daily, the new authentic social media app where users share pictures and videos of their daily life with no filters and no uploads from their camera roll. So it's all in the moment, completely unfiltered, very realistic content. Something that I personally love about daily is that it's totally different than any other social media platform out there. So if you guys have followed along for a while, you know that I'm not really interested in totally filtering everything. I pretty much just say and post whatever I feel like posting. If you guys aren't on it, you should totally check it out. But that's not the reason why we're talking to you today. Um, I am super pumped to announce that I'm actually teaming up with daily for an event on October 10th for World Mental Health Day mental health day is really important to daily because one of our foundational elements is building a better and more positive social media and especially social space so on october 10th daily is hosting a panel to discuss the importance of authenticity online for a healthier mind you can join me lily Rayco, and me austin anderson and a few surprise special guests for a virtual world mental health day event pre-registration is open now you can head to daily.com events to grab your seat see you there Kind of getting into today's topic. Um, my my day has inspired today's topic, and that is obviously the title of today's episode, which is the art of doing nothing. Which you guys know because you read the title of today's episode and decided to click on it. The art of doing nothing is something that I struggle with so much, <laughs> so so much. And I'm the type of person, I've always been this way, that I always have to be involved in like 10,000 things, but that typically doesn't go well for me. I will say I've realized in recent months that I do really well when I'm really busy and I have my most fun when I'm really busy, but then whenever it comes time to slow down and do nothing, I'm like, what the actual heck am I doing? Doing and I feel so guilty for taking time to just chill and relax and I typically only relax and chill if I'm like forced to, which isn't good either. So the whole art of doing nothing has been something that I've struggled with for such a long time and when I woke up this morning, my first thought was I have to go do something. Like I have to fill my day with something because I truly do not know how to turn on the off switch. I'll tell you guys how it went. I went to sleep on Friday night intentionally not setting an alarm because I wanted to let myself sleep in. And because I typically wake up pretty early on weekdays anyway, I naturally woke up at like 7.30, which I guess was sleeping in for me. I probably got out of bed at like 8.30 though, and I did something that I normally don't do, and I just laid in bed for a while, so that was a good start. But as soon as I got up, I was like, okay, I have to go do something and i was just kind of like itching to get out of the house and i don't know what part of me has decided that going out and doing something first thing in the morning equals having a good day but for some reason that's just kind of how i'm wired and so when i woke up this morning and i had nothing going on i like panicked i was like what what is going on i felt like my world was like crumbling to pieces because it was so out of my normal routine but at the same time i knew that this hole in my calendar Was a huge blessing because it was the first time that I've been I guess we'll say challenged to not do anything in a very very long time So I got out of bed and I brushed my teeth You know washed my face the whole bit and I was like okay Well I'm just gonna start my day how I usually do and that is with my meditation and my journal So I sat outside and I did that and I genuinely just killed time I took it really really slow and I called my mom we chatted for a while I made breakfast, I did like eggs and berries, and I did some laundry. I cleaned my bathroom a little bit. And then I looked outside and I was like, holy crap, it's the most beautiful day I've ever seen. There's not a cloud in the sky, it's like 70 degrees. I think I'm gonna go for a walk and I'll just see where the rest of the day takes me. So I walked over the Eastport Bridge and I went to Rise Up First and I did a cold brew with oat milk. And then I called Lexi for a little bit, and we chatted, and she entertained me for like 30 minutes as I just continued to walk around, and then I was like 10, 10, 15, and some of the stores were starting to open up, so I was like, you know what, I could use a little fall wardrobe update, let me pop into a few of these boutiques and see what I can find. So I ended up getting some cute new pieces, and then it was like, I don't know, 11, 11.30, and I walked back over the bridge, i was feeling super good and I was like it's such a beautiful day my podcast that I was listening to was super motivating and my headphones I was like you know what I'm gonna drop these bags at my car and I'm gonna go for a run because why not I need to sweat today I always always feel so much better when I sweat so I dropped my bags off at my car and I just put my car keys and like this little pocket that my Lululemon leggings had that I didn't know that I had this pocket until I started running recently and I've been putting my keys in this pocket and it's super convenient Um, but they're the Lulu uh, Wonder Under Trains and I've been wearing the crop ones since it's like kind of hot out and um, they've got a little pocket in the waistband and you can like put your keys or your AirPod case or whatever so anyway I stuck my car keys in there and I just like brought the fob with me. I like took the rest of the keys off, just brought the fob and I just turned on the Nike Run Club app and ran like two miles and then came back home, showered and I was like, wow, I it's only noon and I feel like I've done so much today but it's been very much spontaneous and on my own time and like restful productivity, you know? I feel like maybe that's a new term that I need to coin, restful productivity. So while I was on my run, I had this thought like, why... Do I constantly feel like I have to be doing something 24-7 or else my time is wasted or I'm lazy or I'm not doing enough? And I feel like that's such a big thing in my life right now is I feel like I'm not doing enough when really I'm doing a lot. (laughs) We can go deep here for a second, but maybe I feel like I'm not enough or maybe I'm trying to fill a void or maybe I just constantly feel like I have to prove myself to who I don't know, maybe prove myself to myself or prove myself to the people around me or prove myself to future people. I don't know, it's probably a mixture of all of those things but I constantly feel like I'm moving at 100 miles per hour with like all gas, no brakes. It's very easy to feel this way and very, very easy to slip into these like hustle culture patterns. And to some degree, it's almost like an addiction. Like in recent months, I have caught myself trying to multitask even when it's totally not necessary. Um, For example, like brushing my teeth and trying to respond to a text message at the same time, like both of those activities do not have to go together. The text doesn't have to be sent right this second, but for some reason I feel like the text has to be sent right now because the other person's waiting. And I've got two hands, so why not brush my teeth in one hand and respond to a text in in the other? And it's just stupid. Like that doesn't have to be the case. And secondly, multitasking is actually really, really bad for your brain and I was actually watching like a TED talk about this the other day. If I can find it, I'll link it in the description. But multitasking takes like 10 years off your life. Like if you constantly, multi, that's kind of an extreme example, but if you're constantly trying to do like 12 different things at one time, you're only giving like 10% to each of those things. You're not giving it your full and undivided attention. And same thing with listening to. Like I personally cannot listen to music while I'm trying to write unless it's instrumental like jazz music or lo-fi beats because your brain really can't listen and produce words at the same time. Like have you ever heard someone say something and then you say that thing too because they said it but really you were talking about something else and then you're like wait I only said that or thought that because you just said it and it's like your brain can't figure out what's going on because there's There's just too much happening around you. So that's my issue with multitasking and I just know that I shouldn't do it. But I feel like I constantly have to be like moving at 10,000 miles per hour. So this is your friendly reminder that it's perfectly okay to do nothing. Maybe this is more of a reminder for myself. This is me like looking in the mirror and saying, you're allowed to sit still. You're allowed to put away the computer. You're allowed to unplug. You have full permission to just chill and enjoy yourself and enjoy doing it. But unfortunately, it's not that easy, right? (laughs) Maybe I'm generalizing you guys, the audience, here a little bit. But if you're listening to the show, you're probably like me in a sense like you're an overthinker. You're an overachiever. The more I thought about this whole concept, the art of doing nothing while I was on my run... I came to the conclusion that rest can kind of come in two forms, and one of those forms is a practice of active rest, and then the other one is more of like recovery rest. So active rest is essentially doing things that keep you busy, but that also fill your cup. So like this morning, because I knew that I didn't have anything on my calendar today, I felt like I had to do something. I was doing things, but it was more spontaneous. It was like hobbies and fun things and just things that I like to do outside of work that fill my cup. Still occupying my time, but not really like taxing on my mind and body. It was just purely enjoyable and purely up to me. And I don't really count this morning as a bunch of productive things. It was just Genuinely fun and it allowed me to fill my time, but I wasn't like pressured to do anything I didn't feel like I was working. I didn't feel like I was forced to do anything I just let the day kind of show me what it had in store. So maybe for you This is like your hobbies. Maybe you like to golf. Maybe you like to paint Maybe you like to go try new restaurants. Maybe you like to cook whatever you like to do that You don't consider work. You could consider active rest and I think the best type of active rest is things that, like I said, aren't planned. Obviously, like it's fun to, you know, schedule your yoga class and your calendar, but it doesn't always have to be like this structured thing that you go to every single day and it gets very oh I have to go do x y and z you just get to go do these things because they fill your cup and they make you happy and you genuinely enjoy it the second type of rest is what I like to call recovery rest and this is you're truly sitting doing nothing and this is what I struggle the most with this is like the type of rest where you feel like it has to be raining outside or you have to be sick in order to chill and neither of those things were happening for me I just had nothing on my to do list, nothing in my calendar, but yet I still knew that there were things that I could be doing even around the house. I'm like, okay, well, like the kitchen, it could be cleaner. The laundry, I could do some of it. Like, I just knew that there were a million things to do even just around the house. Like, oh, I could be online shopping for new furniture, or I could record another episode of the podcast, or I could be making reels. Like, there are a million things that I could be doing right now instead of just chilling in my bed doing nothing like watching friends or reading a book or something which you're allowed to do by the way you're allowed to participate in recovery rest that truly is doing nothing and i think that we should all do nothing more truly nothing like just to have nothing on your calendar so even though i knew that there were so many other things that i could be doing i let myself do nothing unfortunately when you participate in the art of doing nothing Sometimes you get wrapped up in the art of overthinking. It's quite unfortunate um, that overthinking just kind of sneaks up and maybe that's why we like to keep ourselves busy, right? Because you don't really have time to overthink things. Oftentimes overthinking is just creating problems, creating stress in your head that aren't real. And I know this and that's probably why I keep myself busy so then in turn I don't overthink. That's why Um, Active rest is super important because you're keeping yourself busy, but you're still resting. Whereas recovery rest, you're definitely more susceptible to overthinking because you're just by yourself hanging out. There's not much to do, so let's just think about this and think about that. And, oh, I could have said this better in this conversation. Or, am I doing good at my job? Or, does my crush like me back? Or, you know, I should change this about myself and maybe I should try this instead of doing that and it just turns into this big, crazy mess, and it's not really very much fun. So then it ruins your do-nothing day because you're busy ruining it for yourself. So how do you stop that shit from happening? I have four steps to stop overthinking from happening. Um, these are four things that I actually do do anytime my mind starts to go places that it shouldn't. I activate these four steps almost immediately because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So. First things first, identify that you're starting to overthink. If you don't catch it early enough, you'll just let these thought patterns continue and continue and just kind of like escalate into something that they're totally not. If the things that you're thinking about are negative, like if you're being mean to yourself or if you are thinking negative things about someone else or you're thinking that negative things might happen, you got to reframe those thoughts, which we'll talk about more in step four. Step number two is to do something about it. So whether this is writing it down in a journal or talking to a friend or talking to your therapist about it, maybe writing it down and then bringing it in your next session. It's funny how as soon as you write a thought down or as soon as you say it out loud, you're like, wow, that sounds so stupid. There was a very interesting situation that happened to me a couple weeks ago and I was telling a friend about it and I was just laughing and I was like why am I even sad about this situation when the other person in the situation sounds like a total idiot and I am actually doing fantastic and I should not be worked up over this whole situation but in my head I made it out to be one way I tried to identify all these things that were wrong with me that maybe made this other person feel this way And it just made me realize how often we work up situations in our heads to be something that they're not. And then as soon as we vocalize those things, you just sound like a total idiot because you made the situation totally something that it's not. So step number three is to take your mind off of whatever you're overthinking about. I don't wanna tell you not to process your thoughts, but after you've identified that you're overthinking, you've done something about it. So you've phoned a friend, you wrote in your journal, You talk to your therapist. Don't let yourself sit in this misery for much longer. So this is where we come full circle. Your active rest might be your next best option. If you're not okay with just sitting by yourself in your house, which we all need to work on being lonely in a good way sometimes. Like I've become very dependent on always being around people. And so then when I get alone, I do start to overthink But that's something that I'm working on is just being okay, doing things by myself again. But this is when you activate your active rest. And then last step is to remember that what you focus on becomes a reality. So if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, I feel like I talk about this in almost every single episode, but if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, if you're constantly thinking that the worst is gonna happen, of course the worst is going to happen. Of course those negative things will happen. Once you start to reframe those negative thoughts in a positive mindset, whether it's overthinking or just something bad that you thought about yourself, or even just the fact that, oh, I have to be productive all the time. If you constantly believe that you have to be productive all the time, of course you're gonna feel like you have to be productive all the time. So obviously something that I'm working on is being okay with taking rest. So I constantly tell myself, you have permission to take rest. You deserve to take rest. You've worked really hard. Please take rest. Rather than constantly feeling like I'm not allowed to take rest. So that is it for today's episode. I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to leave a five-star rate and review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, also be sure to share it on Instagram. I always am reposting you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. I love you so much. Have a great rest of your week, and I will chat with you next Thursday.